0: You're highly welcome to the Precious People's Assembly for All Nations podcast, a place where we'll share God's word and empower you for your assignment in the marketplace, guided by our senior pastor Sam Ottenaki. Now why don't you sit tight for today's sermon as we dig deep into the word and discover how to be God's representatives wherever we go.
1: But he's still there with us? Hallelujah. Is somebody encouraged this morning? Is somebody gained hope this morning? I don't know about you, but I don't even feel like preaching anymore. Because the message is so loaded. Hallelujah. It's so loaded. There's no reason for us to cast away our confidence. As long as we're in Christ. Can I have an amen? You heard the brother saying to his brother, John 16:33. He has said that in this world there will be tribulations, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome. You are an overcomer. Let me tell your neighbor you are an overcomer. Let me face him on hand, tell him boldly, you are an overcomer. Hallelujah. Please, let's give it up to our precious voices. Give it up to my granddaughter, Cindy Wokoro. Let's give it up to them. Let's give it up to them. Let's give it up to them. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Happy resurrection morning. Let me shake your neighbor, pump a hand. Happy resurrection morning. Hallelujah. Because he rose, you also will rise. It doesn't matter how large the stone is. It doesn't matter how challenging and big the problem is. You will arise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah please be seated this morning i'm so excited in god's presence glory to god i said glory to god hallelujah i turned myself to a cameraman and began to record every bit of all the administrations hallelujah praise god forevermore i trust him that in this season Whatever is dead in your life, your situation, or your family will come alive. Every deadness will receive the life of God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. For the next few minutes this morning, I'll be looking at two passages of scripture. And um, we'd like to learn some lessons from the resurrection morning encounter of um, the disciples with our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you are looking for a title for this message, Kingdom Lessons from the Resurrection Morning. The first one is from John chapter 14. John chapter 14 verses 15 to 21. And we're going to sing a song there. A song of assurance. A a, a song of assurance to kindle your hope. If you love me, keep my commandments. Please take note of that word, commandments. God is always giving us commands. And as an onward Christian soldier, you must obey before complaining. One of the greatest sins that plague the body of Christ is complaining. They may not fornicate, they may not commit adultery, they may not steal, but we complain a lot. It's one of those things that easily beset us. Any little thing we are complaining. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father. And he will give you another helper. That he may abide with you for how long? Forever. Who is that helper? The spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Is the Holy Ghost in you? Is he dwelling with you? Hallelujah. At this time, he had not yet been given. So he says he will be in you and he will dwell with you. Hallelujah. Verse 18. I love this. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Who is an orphan? Somebody without a mother or a father, without a help. An orphan. And Jesus says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. How is he going to come to us? Who is going to play the role of our father, our mother, our protector, our guide? A little while longer, the world will see me no more. But you will see me. May you continue to see Christ. In your daily situations, may God continue to manifest to you. In the name of Jesus. Says You will continue, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. Hallelujah. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them He who has my commands and keeps them. He who has my commands and does what? Keeps them. It is he who loves me. The only way you can demonstrate your love for God is by obedience to his commands. Obedience is the only true test of love. Can I have an amen? It says, if you love me, you will keep. He who has my commandments and keeps them. It is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. The key to the manifestation of Christ into our situations, into our circumstances, into our challenges, into our problems, into our marriages, into our jobs, into the works of our hands. The key to the manifestation of Jesus is we loving him. And how can we prove that we love him? We obey his commandments. Glory to God. Please backtrack to verse 20. Verse 19. A little while longer, the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. Is God alive? Is Christ alive? Hallelujah. Because he leaves. Can we rise and join me? And let's take this song. I can face tomorrow because oh, fear all fear is gone. Take that song from the depth of your heart. Let's have the lyrics on the because screen. Because I know. He
2: man, man. up. No.
1: resurrect on this Sunday morning there will be no hope for you and I he says you will leave because I live also because I leave you also will leave your future is guaranteed hallelujah he's the one that holds the future and if he's alive I want you to be confident and let your hope be rekindled nothing that may come your way that you will not be able to pull through. Once you are in him, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want you to regain your confidence in God. Because he lives, you will live, not just for today, but you will live to face tomorrow. I thought I would have a bigger amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Says because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. What is holding you down? What kind of fear? All fear must go because I know He holds the future. There's no future without God. Yes. And if God leaves, if Christ lives and He has assured you that because I live, you also will live. I want you to know that there is no cause for alarm. Shout hallelujah! hallelujah. The afflictions of today, the Hopelessness of today, the famine of today, the lack of today is not enough to hold your future down. It's not enough. They're never enough. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You will lead this year. I say, because He leads, you will lead. In the name of Jesus. Let's give it up to the Lord this morning. God bless you. Thank you. Let's give it up to Him. Let's give it up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen and amen and amen. That was for me. Let's give the Lord his own. Hallelujah.
2: That's
1: for the precious voices. Now let's give it up to the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: Glory to God. Glory to God.
1: Glory to God, Glory to God. Amen. Listen every. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Anytime time I know because He leaves, I'm always excited. There's no challenge that you come my way and hold me down and weigh me down, because He leaves, like we had a very large stone. Was not enough to keep him in the grave. He resurrected. Hallelujah. If death could not hold him down. What else? Nothing. We hold you down. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 20. John chapter 20. I'll read this story. And do some paraphrasing for us. Hallelujah. Because these seasons mean so much to us. And it's always good for us to relieve them. They catalyze our faith, they catalyze our belief, they re energize us and reinvigorate us. John chapter 20, from verse 1. Now the first day of the week Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early. Who was Mary Magdalene? The woman out of whom Jesus casted out how many devils? Seven devils. Demons were perfected in her. Seven is the number of perfection. Life was a perfection of demonic operations. And Jesus came true for us. The Lord will come true for you. I said, the Lord will come true for you. In the name of Jesus. So the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark. Maybe 5 a.m., 4 a.m. And she saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran And came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. Who was that? He has a name. What was his name? What was his name? Are you not sure? What is the name of the disciple whom Jesus loved? It's John. He was the one that would keep his head in in the master's bosom. And the master's bosom was available for everyone. Can I have an amen? Draw near unto God and will draw near to you. Whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore did what? Went out and the other disciple, and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together. And the other disciple did what? Outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Hallelujah. Who first came to the tomb? The other disciple. Let me drop this for you. The first lesson you should learn. The race is not to the swift. Neither is the battle to the strong. Time and chance happens to them all. So they both ran together and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. Who first got there? John. Next verse. And he stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying there. And yet he did not go. Why didn't he go in? Fear? Maybe he was afraid. Why did he not go in? was paralyzed with fear. He did not know what to expect. The fear of the unknown. He doesn't know whether a demon will chakra him. Hallelujah. How many of you know what I'm saying? Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. And he saw the linen clothes lying there and then the handkerchief that had been around his head not lying with the linen clothes but folded together in a place by itself, then the other disciple, who came to the tomb first, went in also. And he saw and believed. But it was one that outran Peter. And when he got there, he peeped. Maybe Ojuju is there. The Ojuju that carried our master, I won't allow him to carry me. Then he stayed behind. Then when Peter got there, he went in. Then the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, went in also. He saw and believed. Hallelujah. Leadership needs courage. Leadership does what? Needs courage. He was the apostle that Jesus loved, the disciple that he loved, and yet he lacked courage. He ran there first, but they couldn't go in. He had to wait for the courageous le- leader, Mr. Peter, to show up. I Let me mean, tell you, neighbor, leadership needs courage. Hallelujah! may you receive that courage in the name of Jesus. Many times, the reason why leadership fails is for lack of courage. A leader's job is to take decisions. You say, well, he's not the one. After all, he's not the one doing the work. Are you the one taking the decision? It's one of the hardest things to do, to make a decision. And the reason why many organizations fail, the reason why institutions fail, the reason why nations fail is because of leaders who lack the courage to make decisions at the right time. Can I have an amen? I used to have a boss of blessed memory, Engineer Dewey. One of our partners, he will say, You know what? Make a decision. Even if it's wrong. Because a wrong decision is better than a no decision. When you make no decision, everybody is halted. Nobody is able to make progress. But make the decision. Even if it's wrong, we amend it. Shout hallelujah. But it takes courage to make those decisions. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the race is not to the sweet, neither is the battle to the strong. Time and chance happens to them all. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Ecclesiastes 9 11. New Living Translation. That's the first lesson I want you to learn from this resurrection morning. I have observed something else under the sun. What is it? The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. John the beloved outran Peter but he couldn't go in. If there was a price to be taken Peter got it. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry. And the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's not a function of your education. It's not a function of your skill. It's not a function of your wealth. It's not a function of your wisdom. It's not thank god for those qualifications they are needful but they are not all that matters it is all decided by chance by being in the right place at the right time may you be at the right place at the right time that word chance there is god is decided by chance what you call chance like my mentor will say is God walking anonymously behind the scene. That's what you call chance. Oh, it was by chance. No, God was at work anonymously behind the scene. That is the signature of God. He walks anonymously. You are there sleeping. He's working out situations for you. He's touching the hearts of men to look at your file. Oh yes, the king was about to sleep. Mordecai was sleeping at the gate. And yet the king could not sleep at night. Bring the books for me. Let's look at the man that we have not favored. Who is it that has done something for the king? That is God that works anonymously. May that God work on your behalf. May he work on behalf of your family. May he arise on behalf of your family. In the name of Jesus. It is decided by the almighty God. What you call chance. By being in the right place at the right time. Chance. When you say chance, who is chance? Nothing happens by chance. Can I have an amen? In the book of Esther. Some critics have run commentaries. That God was never mentioned. In the whole book of Esther. You never refer them talking of the king, a high sorus beast. But who was the one walking behind the scene? That is God that work anonymously. Glory to God. So the race is not to the sweet, neither is the battle to the strong, nor bread to men of wisdom. It's time and chance. It's God that happens to them all. Shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Friends, be assured, whatever is yours will be yours. No man can take it away from you. Whatever is yours will be yours. If you struggle for it and you don't get it, don't mourn over it. It's not yours. Wait for yours. Wait for your chance. Wait for God to come true for you. Shout hallelujah. Be happy and rejoice with those that rejoice and wait for your own turn. Shout hallelujah. All you need to do is ensure that you are in tune with the Holy Ghost who is able to direct you to the right place at the right time. To meet the right people. Your destiny help us. Shout hallelujah. Number two very quickly. Number two lesson. From this resurrection morning encounter. Of the disciples and Mary. With our Lord Jesus. Number two. In the midst of adversity. The tendency is highly there. For you to throw away what you believe. How many of you understand what that means? That in the midst of adversity, there's always the tendency to throw away what we believe at times. In the midst of adversity, the tendency is high, that's highly there, that we throw away what we believe. What do we mean? Look at, go back to John 20. John chapter 20. From verse 4. These two folks ran together, came to the tomb. Peter came to the tomb. John came first. Peter followed. Verse 5. And he stooping down, looking in, saw the linen clothes lying there. Yet he did not go in. Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen clothes lying there. And then the handkerchiefs. Yes. Look, give me verse 8. Then the other disciples said, who came to the tomb first, went in also, he saw and believed. Verse 9. For as yet, verse 9, then 9, for as yet, they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Verse 10. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. Where did Mary go fetch them from their home? They had abandoned the vision. They lost hope. They've lost hope again. Their hope was raised when Peter came, when Mary came to, them to give the give them the news. We can't find the master. He has risen. By the time they got there, and they indeed someone up courage to go there, and they didn't see him. They said, Well, you don't finish. All we have laboured for three and a half years down the drain. There is nothing to show for it. Hallelujah! For as yet they did not know the Scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Is it true that they were not aware that Jesus will rise again? Is it true? Is it true? No, they were aware. The word there know is the word understand. They did not quite understand. They threw away their belief what what they were told in the face of adversity. And that's what happens to many of us. The things that we believe, our convictions, when it matters most is when we throw them away. When it's time for us to stand upon our conviction say, I know him whom I have believed. That's when we chicken out. That's when we give up. They went back to their own homes again. Three different times Jesus had spoken to them that they would die and will rise on the third day. Matthew 16. Let's quickly look at those three different times. So it's not true. Don't just read it that they said they did not know. No! The word is understand. They did not catch the revelation. The afflictions, the adversity they were going through made them to drop the ball. Jesus told them, Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 to 23. The first time he told them, Matthew 16, 21 to 23. When Peter got a revelation that he was the Messiah. From that moment, he says, perhaps they have come of age. He began to reveal to them. Matthew 16, 21. From that time, from the time he was revealed to Peter, that he was, he said, who do you say I am? Peter said, you are the Christ. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. From that moment, he began to he began to 21. Just go straight because of our time. To 21. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem. Last Sunday, he went to Jerusalem. And suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Hallelujah. So it was something that he had told them. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. 23. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. That was the first instance when he told them, the man who just got the revelation that Christ was the Messiah, see how Satan entered him and began to use him. The said, get me behind me, Satan. You are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. See how man can switch from the spirit. A man that has just been used to reveal who Christ was. You are the Lord, Christ the Messiah, the son of the living God. And now began to speak as one that only minded the things of the flesh. That was the first time. Matthew 17, the next chapter. Quickly, 17, 22 to 23. 17:22. Now, while they were staying in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men. And they will kill him and the third day, he will be raised up. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. Go to Matthew 20. Look at the third time. Matthew 20, 17 to 19. Now, Jesus going up to Jerusalem... He took the twelve disciples aside on the road and he said to them, Behold, we are going to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be betrayed according to the chief priest and to the scribes. And they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles to mock, to scourge and to crucify. And the third day he will... Hallelujah. So how come they did not know the scriptures? How come? Can I have an amen? You tell us your booty three times, this is going to happen. A different time, this is going to happen. He told them on the way to Jerusalem. He told them in Galilee when they were in his home, in Jesus' home, in the privacy. No heirs, no crusade, no healings. When they were in Galilee, he told them again, hey guys. And then he told them lastly that look, the Son of Man will be betrayed into the hands of men. They will scourge him. Even if they didn't remember anything. Shout hallelujah. So it's not true that they did not understand. The scriptures. What happened was because of the adversity they were going through. it they threw away their belief. They threw away their belief. Hallelujah. May you not fall into that error. This error is common to believers. Matthew 22:29. 29. Matthew 22:29. 29 jesus answered and said to them you are in error not knowing the scriptures not understanding the scriptures not the power of god we underestimate the power of god and that is why we go into error not that they didn't know the scriptures they knew but they you know they did not believe the power of god to do what jesus said will happen can i have an amen? are we together do you get that understanding says you are in error because you don't understand the scriptures nor the power of god they couldn't believe what jesus said that they will kill him and he will rise the third day they are forgotten because of their temporary adversity and that happens to us many times and we begin to look for what is not lost as believers you are in a problem you are in a challenge and you are wondering who will help me which church will i go which pastor will go and pray for me which pastor is very powerful. It's in you. Hallelujah. You must understand the scriptures and the power of God to fulfill every word that he has spoken. And I'm trusting God that in this resurrection morning, that power of revelation will be released to you in the name of Jesus. That power will be rekindled in your hearts. The power to believe the power of God and to understand and live in the scriptures in the name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah. You may forget him whom you have believed. Friends, I'm here to encourage you this morning to hold on to the risen Christ. He has said I will never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. Hebrews 13 verses 4 and 5. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Never you allow all the frustrations to set into your life for Christ will come true for you. I say we come true for you in the name of Jesus. Psalm one one nine, Psalm one one nine verse seventy one. Don't allow the frustrations of the moment to allow you to cast off your belief and your convictions. Daniel chapter three verse sixteen. Be like the three Hebrew boys who will not be careful to answer you in this matter, whole king. We know our God that he will deliver us. But even if he does not, give me three sixteen from verse 16. Thank you. Daniel three sixteen and 17. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, Oh Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. It doesn't matter. You want to throw us in there? Throw us in. Verse 17. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able... To deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and it will deliver us all from your hand, O King. Look at the next verse 19 18. But if not, help me say, if not, our God that we serve is able to deliver us. Can I have an Amen? But if not, let it be known to you, O mountain. Let it be known to you, O hunger. Let it be known to you, O affliction. It doesn't matter. If, it's, if not, let it be known to you that we will not serve your gods, nor we will we worship the gold image that you have set up. Many of us bow down to gold, we bow down to silver, we bow down to idols because of afflictions and the fiery furnaces of life that are hitting us. Let's be like the three Hebrew boys. He says we will continue to serve our God. He is able to deliver us. He has the ability. He has the capability. He has the power to heal, to deliver, and to set free. But even if he does not do it, I'm not going to let go of my belief. I'm not going to let go of my conviction. Shout hallelujah. These folks went back home. Say well, everything is finished. Let's go home. Glory to God. Psalm 119. Verse 71. Psalm 119, verse 71. It is good for me, Psalm 119. It is good for me that I have been, that I may learn what? Many times, we, if we are not afflicted, we know the hear word. Can I have an amen? It is good that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your status. You think you know, you think you have the conviction. You think, yes, you really believe. You think, yes, you are really a child of God. When a small adversity comes and you fail, that's when we know what you believe. That's when we know what we believe. Today, we have a lot of immature people. They have been in church 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and yet they can't even believe God for simple healing of headache. What is the essence of our being in church for 20 years, for 15 years? All we want to hear is a man of God to tell us, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. God says he will will bless your grandmother, through your grandmother's uncle and brother. He will do something for you. That's what you want to hear. Baby, baby, child, imagine a 20-year-old still carrying feeding bottle. Hello? You still want to be fed, carrying feeding bottle. Is that not odd? Hallelujah. But that's what this so-called prophetic movement does. All you want to come to church is hear a word. Why are you not the one generating the word for others, for unbelievers? You can't simply believe the word of God. Peter, John, the beloved, they went back home. They went back home. They went back home. The psalmist said, it's good that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your status. Give me verse 75. Se- 75. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I know, Lord, that your judgments are right and that in faithfulness you have what? Afflicted me. Give me the New Living Translation of 75. I know, Lord, that your regulations are fair. You discipline me because I what? Many of you need that discipline. John, Peter, they need the discipline. Can I have an amen? If they do, you need it more. Shout hallelujah. Number three, very quickly, as I prepare to round up. Number three, there is always a price to pay for success. There's always a price to pay. Always a price to pay for success. Number three, the third lesson I wanted to learn from the resurrection morning. There's always a price to pay for success. Let's look at the trajectory of the woman that won. Mary Magdalene won the contest verse 1 john 20 verse 1 now the first day of the week mary magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark hallelujah then she ran and came to simon peter and to the other disciple she went to the tomb got there and then what happened, it was still that she saw that the stone, the stone had been taken away she ran back to the apostles she was not an apostle but one of the disciples, can I have an amen she ran back to the home of the apostles went to wake them from their bed where they are what, what, what she ran on? I'm sure you see what do they call that thing in English Ilala. he woke them they were, they were sleeping who was supposed to be the first to get there Should they even sleep at all? But these women have been keeping vigil. God bless our mothers. Hallelujah. Can I have a big amen? Amen. And all the women say, and all our fathers say, God bless you more in Jesus' name. God bless our mothers and God bless our fathers more. Hallelujah. She ran and came to Simon Peter, that disciple whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb. We don't know where they have laid him. And these folks all, you know, did their razzmatazz. I call it razzmatazz. They must have outrun Mary. John the Beloved did all this. How many of you know those kind of folks? All they is motion without movement. How many of you know those kind of folks? They want that like <laughs> The guy ran. John the Beloved. He ran and he got there. He was peeping. Peeping. What a woman came and went in and saw. She he got there and started peeping. What is all the running for? Tell me. Motion without movement. And then when Peter got there, Peter Baba, leading apostle, courageous Peter, he went in. Hallelujah. But when he came out, John the Beloved went in and saw and believed. What was the outcome? Verse 10. What was the outcome? They went away again to their to their own. They said these this this zealous sisters. They just came to disrupt our sleep. I beg. Went back home to their own homes. They must have felt, look, what's wrong with this Mary? She's always too excited about Jesus. What's our own? Look at the next verse 11. But Mary did what? by the tomb and as she wept she stood down and looked into the tomb. What happened? She saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them because they have taken away my lord and I do not know where They have laid him. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? I thought Peter went in there. I thought John went in there. Hallelujah. is it not the same place that Mary now went in? What has changed? Hallelujah. What has changed? Somebody dared to pay the price. She stood. Weeping. I'm not going to let go. This is what the master said. He said he will rise on the third day. If these apostles don't believe, I believe what he has said. She stood there, weeping. Outside the tomb, weeping. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, folks. I said there's always a price to pay for success. She was the one that rose up very early, before dark. She was the one that went to call the apostles' attention. Whatever price you are paying is not lost with God. Can I have an amen. He knows your works. He knows the things you are doing. He knows your heart. He knows he's searching your heart. He knows the integrity of your heart. He knows the pureness. He knows the motives. He understands the intentions of your heart. And they are not unnoticed. Hallelujah. There's a personal price to pay for success. There's always a price. But number four, that success is Personal. It's personal. I cannot pay it for you to succeed. Jesus already paid the ultimate price, but you've got to pay the price of appropriating it for yourself. Child, hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe, he has paid the price for the salvation of the whole world. But you must pay the individual price to appropriate it for yourself. So it is with all these principles. So it is with the power of God So it is with his healing. So it is with his breakthrough. So it is with his deliverance. So it is with his favor. He has paid the ultimate price. But to appropriate it into yourself, to your family, for your children, you must pay the personal price. Shout hallelujah. You must pay the personal price. And Mary dared to pay that personal price. Give me verse number two. Let me show you the progression of that personal price that she paid. Verse 2, John 20 verse 2. We'll round up in a short while. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Then she ran and came to Simon and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, they have taken away, can you read with me? They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb. And we do not know where they have laid. Which Lord did they take away? The Lord. I've told you when you are reading your Bible, every word, every cliche matters. They have taken away the Lord, Is the Lord of the whole world, is the Lord of Israel, the Lord of everyone. Hallelujah. We don't know, says, we do not know how many of them were there. She was the only one. They have taken away the Lord. We don't know where they have kept him. But he has to become your own personal God. Hallelujah. Go down to verse number 12. Eleven. Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. As she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Verse 13 is where the rubber hits the road. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them because they have taken away my it's no longer the Lord it's now my Lord. There's a personal price you've got to pay to appropriate it into yourself. Look at the progression. He's the Lord of the whole world, not yet my Lord. The moment she caught the revelation that there's a personal price to pay, I can lead you, I can show you, I can lead you on your path of destiny. I cannot pay the price for you as your pastor. I can only show you the way. I've got to pay the price for myself, my family, my children. Shout hallelujah. And you must be ready to pay yours as well. They have taken away the Lord. We don't know where they have kept him. But now they have taken away my Lord and I do not know. It's a personal price to pay. I don't know where they have kept him. They have taken away my Lord. It's no longer the Lord must get to that point of your faith where the personal conviction is there. Shout hallelujah. That is what is needed to appropriate the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. It must become real to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said glory to God. She paid the price. She looked into the tomb. James chapter 1 verse 25 says, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, she looked into, the first came, looked, looked round, where is he? They saw his handkerchief, saw the clothes that he was wrapped and they went. The other one too came, where is he? He has gone, he saw and believed, but the conviction was not crystallized in their hearts. But here was a woman, she will remain there. I know him whom I believed. I know what God said. Jesus said to Ross that, look, he will be killed, he will be scourged, and he will rise on the third day. This is the third day. I'm not going to live here unless you bless me. Hallelujah. She said, I'm not going to live here. I won't live here. This is what you said to me. Don't allow the afflictions of life. Don't allow hunger. Don't allow the temporary challenges of the moment to take away your conviction and your belief. Don't. And allow because you lose a job because your girlfriend cheats you for a richer man. Good readers to bad rubbish. Then you now begin to sulk, and that takes away your faith. Takes away what you believe. Hallelujah! You must be ready to pay the personal price. Two things she did: she was persistent. She was persistent in her faith. To be persistent means to be firm. Or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. You say hang in there. I know him whom I believed is able to keep that which I've committed into his hands. Hallelujah. The second thing she did was she was persuaded. Have me tell your neighbor, be persuaded. Be persuaded in whom you have believed. Mary was fully persuaded in the words of our Lord Jesus that he will resurrect. So she hung in there for a confirmation. Her persuasion paid off. 2 Timothy 1.12 2 Timothy 1.12 For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Say, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have and am what? Persuaded. That is able to keep what I've committed unto him until that day. Are you persuaded? Are you persuaded that this resurrection power of God is able to work for you? Are you persuaded? Jesus was killed. His disciples, John and Peter and all the other folks, they didn't believe he would rise again. But a woman dared to believe. A woman dared to hold on to her conviction. A woman dared to say, you know what? I'm not going to let go. I'm fully persuaded. Hallelujah! With God, it must be a zero-sum game from today. Never you doubt what God says or what he has, the assurance He has given you in His Word. Never you doubt them from today. Child, Hallelujah! Jacob in Genesis thirty-two twenty-six. Six, Genesis thirty-two verse twenty-six. You remember? He said, "Let me go." For the day breaks, the angel said. But he said, "I will not let you go unless you bless me." That must be your conviction. Don't let anybody take away from you what you believe. Don't allow no devil. Don't allow no temporary challenges and setbacks. God is still God. Be like the three Hebrew children. Throw us into the fairy furnace. It doesn't matter. Our God is able to deliver us. And if he chooses not to deliver me, so be it. Oh, here I am. I come home to meet him. He has the ability. He has the capability. Glory to God. Shout Hallelujah. And you know what? Last but not the least, as I paraphrase this and close. What happened in verse 14? Give me 13 and 14. John 20. As we wrap up this morning and go into prayers. John 20, 13 and 14. Then they said to a woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, because they have taken away my Lord and I, I do not know where they have led him. Now, when she had said this, did you see that word now? Not until she had that personal revelation. Not until her conviction was restored. This is not the Lord. This is my Lord. I know what he has done for me. He saved me, delivered me from those demons. He de- if he said he will rise again, I know he will rise again. When her faith became catalyzed, when she, it was reinvigorated, says, now, when she has said this, that they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she has said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Shout hallelujah. What was it that drew the attention of Christ? The personal revelation of Mary. Can I have an amen? We are here to teach you to know God for yourself. You must rise up to that occasion and know him for yourself and know him that you have believed. There's no room for prayer contractors in the house of God, in the life of children of God. For as many, as as many as know him, as many as his children, they are what? They are the sons of God. Can I have an amen? When she had said this, she turned around, saw Jesus standing there and did not know it was Jesus. Then what happened? Next verse. Verse 15. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She supposing him to be what? The gardener said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. Look at the confidence. Look at the restoration of a conviction. I will take him away. If you, have, if you have taken him away, show me so that I can go and bring him. And then what happened next? Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Raboni, which is to say, teacher. I pray that the Lord will open your eyes to see Jesus in the name of Jesus. He's everywhere. He's around you. He's here right now. Can I have an amen? amen. But you know what is disturbing us? Why we are not able to feel him, while he's not able to manifest, is our personal conviction. Are you persuaded in your heart that the resurrection power of Christ can work for you? Jesus rose on the third day. Like we had earlier, a large stone was rolling away that couldn't stop him. What will not stop the large stones From preventing you from receiving your breakthrough is your conviction, your persuasion. Are you fully persuaded? Let's rise up on our feet this morning as we look up to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you get on the keyboard? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. Jesus manifested in the form of a gardener. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are looking for Jesus in the cathedral and yet... He's right there, walking with you on the roadside. You are looking for him in a cathedral. You are looking for him in a very serene, holy place, and yet on the street, he just needs you to just be nice to that woman you see on the road who is vulnerable. He may come in that form. I want to test your conviction and your heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. He's here right now. Listen, friends. Let me give you this verse. It is a curse for you not to know what God has provided for you. Can I have a? Can I come again? Give me Jeremiah 17 verse 5. I shall leave this with you. For you, for your eyes not to be open to see the blessings of God. Sometimes could be the operation of a curse. Jeremiah 17, give me verse 5. Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. The moment you begin to trust in man, the Bible says cursed is that man. But go on, verse 6. I'll show you where I'm going. Next verse. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert. He shall not see when good comes. The gardener was Jesus appeared in the form of a gardener and Mary couldn't recognize her until Jesus said Mary! And her eyes became open Rabboni! For you not to see your good when it comes is a manifestation of a curse. When we put our trust, some of us have so trusted men above God and even when God is operating we can't recognize Him. Hallelujah. We are going to pray this morning his power of resurrection is always available God is not on holiday It's not only on Easter Sunday that his power is available his power is available 24 by 7 but why are we not seeing our signs again you're gonna pray for yourself and say Lord help me help me restore my persuasion and my conviction restore my persuasion I want you to be my Lord I want you to be my Savior. You have been the Lord for too long in my life. But I want you to be my Lord. Lift up your voice and pray that personal prayer. I want you to be my Lord. Restore my persuasion. Restore my conviction. Help me, Lord, to restore my persuasion. Help me, Lord. Please pray this prayer genuinely. He wants to be your Lord, my Lord, my Savior. He's been the Lord for too long. He has been the Lord for too long in our lives. He wants to be my Lord. He wants you to have that personal touch. There's a personal price to pay. That personal price. That personal price. Let your conviction be restored. Be persuaded in your hearts. That you know him whom you have believed. Be persuaded. Say, Lord, come true for me. I want you to be my Lord and my Savior. You have been the Lord for too long in our lives. But I want you to be my Lord. I want you to be my Lord. My Lord. Help me, Lord, tear the veil of the flesh. Help me, Lord, that I may be able to enter into the Spirit with you. Help me, Lord, to be able to enter into the Spirit with you. Yes, that my Spirit may come into alignment with your Spirit. Help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Mara pakose Tabracaba. tabrakaba, mezandoroba sekataria, megeleria pakose kato tabrokama zegata, keleria papa zegato rabasekataria mazegatia, keleria papa zegato rabasekataria mazenderia, rekapose padera bara babasekato. Yes, can we take that song? Jesus,
2: Jesus is here
1: and now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just close your eyes. His
2: presence, it's here.
1: Yeah, like oh, Jesus am Power is here to heal, to save, to deliver. As we take that song, I want you to tap into Him. Lord, open my eyes. Let my spirit come into alignment with your spirit. Heal me of every illness. Heal me. Deliver me. Just open your heart. Open your heart to Him because He's here. His resurrection power is here to heal, to save, to deliver, to set free from oppression. I'm praying the Holy Ghost for three minutes lift up your voice and pray praying the Holy Ghost, He's here. The Holy Ghost. is here lift up your voice and pray praying the Holy Ghost Rekastaparopa Zegatata Brokapa Senderia Rakapa Baba Zegeto Ria Pashikata Ria Baba. Meku La Ria Papa Zenderebo Sopra Raku Papa Zegete Ria Pashandara Pashikata Mezandara Pashiboro Pashikata Mengele Repo Sopra the Gatata. Kala ria masende poro baseta katota ngelerebozo brakapasende ria baseta kala raba sese brakapasende ria papa brakapasete kata poro brakapaseta ngelerebozo brakapasende ria papa sese ngelerebozo brakapasete kata man kala raba sese para papa papa sese kata kala raba sese para papa papa sese katota ria papa sese let of rock you. cataria me rock right you. se me rock you. Let me rock you. Yes. Let me rock you. 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 Let Forty-five oh, qu'à l'arabe
2: à ce par gata pas de gata
1: here this morning and you are sick in your body, I would like you to step out. You are sick in your body or you have a tumor in your body or you have a sickness that you have tried yes, you have taken to the hospital to be healed of just step forward because he's here right now. Just step forward here right now. Just step forward. Just step forward. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. jesus is here, jesus is here. Jesus is here. Oh, my Zendebiabasa, parababo shekata. Zengekata, parababo sebrakashekata. Zenta, brakopaste kataria, parusikata. Mazanda, parababo seboroba, sekata. Kalarabo separia, pakashekata. Oh, my Zembrakashekata, ria, Yes, yes. Just look up to Him. He's here right now. Father in heaven, thank you. Yes, let your power steal over your daughters. Your healing power let it flow. Let it flow. Yes, let it flow, yes, let it, flow it down. Yes, your healing to every nook and For every nook and cranny, let your power flow. Yes, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Does it, does it, does it, does it, does it, does it. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes,
2: Lord. Let your virtue
1: flow. Father, thank you for your anointing that breaks yokes. Let every yoke be broken. Let every yoke be broken. Let the anointing that breaks yokes break every yoke and restore the spell. Total, complete healing. Let the healing be complete anointing walk until the perfection of your beauty on this way inner beauty that what beauty inner beauty beauty. that the inside be
2: thoroughly placed yes lord a total transformation a total transformation complete healing from inside Total 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 complete total complete total complete
1: Ria pas sacata. Mais rimoço pas sacata, ta propote
2: and every straight demon operating in the realm of emotions you are rebuilt now in the name of Yes. Yes, lord yes yes lord. yes thank you lord
1: jesus thank you Father, thank you, Lord. Let your healing virtue flow. Ciproko shika. Yes, yes, yes. Permanent
2: healing. Yes, Lord. Permanent healing. Yes, Lord. Permanent, healing. yes Lord. permanent healing. Permanent healing. Permanent healing. Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Fill me in the name of the Let the power of God be there. Let the power lose your drink of the Let the community lose your drink. Let the power of the Holy Ghost be fire. fire, Let it consume fire. Consume fire. That's it. Let's go. Yes, you And the And Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, heal. Yes, so heal, so heal. So permanently heal. heal.
1: 29 the Bible says our God is a consuming fire that fire of the Holy Ghost is here some of you need that fire to be rekindled on your inside it needs that fire to be rekindled some of you need a fresh touch of God God is going to stretch forth his hand to touch you wherever you are I want you to lift up your voice just lift up your voice as you pray in the Holy Ghost is is a consuming fire our God is a consuming fire Let the fire flow in this place. Yes, let the fire flow in this place. Yes, Lord, let it flow in this place. Let Ropasenkataria is bringing healing. it's bringing deliverances. Yes, every mountain is being pulled down. The mountains are being pulled down. You are leaping over the walls. Yes, every barrier, every barrier is becoming a stepping stone. Then the rabba sekatoria, zengataya. Hey, marababa sekatoria, meke le pa sekatoria baba. Yes. Oh yes, Lord. Me Karabo sekatoria baba. Just pray. If you don't know what to do, place your hand upon your womb, the womb of your spirit. I just pray. If you don't know what to do, just pray. Pray. Yes. Let Santa,
2: power flow Yes, 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 Lord, yes, Lord, it's coming upon you.
1: Your mercy,
0: Session of the PPA Fan Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has touched your heart and inspired you to be a light in your marketplace. So, in order to stay connected and access more empowering content, kindly visit our website at ppafan.org. Now, always remember, you are a citizen of heaven and God's ambassador here on earth. May God's love and grace guide you in all your endeavors. Until next time, goodbye, and God bless.